The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Dak will be the set, tied for the second highest play, paid player on the team next year as far as cap number goes. Okay. But at no point can you get rid of him. Like if he sucks in 2022, yeah, $72 million There's in, no out. Yeah, $72 million in dead cap. Now, you're hoping that when you sign a guy like this, you're not cutting it. Ideally. So, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, at this point, you have to pretty much say, hey, this is our guy. L88 says, or 86 says, the state will actually pay you to capture hogs and deliver alive. They transport them to an- other counties nope. or other countries who has a low hog population. I used to think that my dad was cruel for trapping these hogs in these giant traps and killing them in the traps. But the truth is, once you catch one, you pretty much have to kill it because you're not going to let it out of its cage and it's, it's not going to shake your hoof and just go on its merry way. It's going to try to hurt you. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. At we got Twitter, at Fred Fowler, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. And I, I think I should say featuring at Lance Erline, or is it with? I mean, if we're doing it in the movie business, is it with Lance Erline or featuring Lance Erline? Well, movies and TV was always featuring. Okay, so featuring like on, uh, at Lance Erline. What was it, Melrose Place? Who was it? Or it was always featuring somebody at the end. I oh, well, I, the, I always didn't know the difference like on, on SNL when they would say, Starring and featuring. Featurings were the uh, G League. They had the two-way contract. Yeah, those people, they're not as famous. Starring was always like Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. And then featuring would be Chris Kamuki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone in some funny little Some funny little guy in glasses that he was was like, yeah, but you (laughs) you never saw him in a sketch, but then uh, he may have been an extra or something. Yeah. Writer. He didn't have a movie, though. Uh, that's how you knew. That that was a feature guy. Yeah. Lauren would have made him a star otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and l- most stars figure out eventually you got to get close to the mic to, to be heard on it. Uh, but I know you're a, you're a different breed. <laughs> Is this not close enough? No, no. it's not. you got to no, get up on that bad boy. I, there you go. You've there already, we go. You've only been in the studio now for how many years? It's uh, new. It's new few, to him. A few, yeah. I'm like, do you bring your own mic cover in? I do. Oh, that's a smart move. Yeah. Yeah, I always have. Now, I, I go through about 20 of these a month because somehow my dog has figured out how to open my backpack and get in there and chew. She chews up nothing else. He has a poorly trained animal. But she gets my, she gets my mic covers. And so I, ha- I have to buy them five at a time. I'm down to two, so I'm going to have to order some more. Let's get man's best friend on it. Poorly trained animal. I don't know. I, 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 part of me admires it. can catch it. a disc and stuff, but it doesn't, it doesn't nope. do what he says. Oh, your dog can catch a disc? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a really good frisbee dog. dog is she? uh, she's Dalmatian. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she he, she has no obedience training. That's no, she has obedience training. She just she's just not obedient. Uh, oh, Dalmatians are yeah, they're out they're of nuts, control, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she I, part of me is proud that she can somehow has figured out to unzip the right 
compartment on the backpack because there's three. That's smart. She finds the right one. She only takes the mic cuffer. She chews it up and then leaves it on the floor And when I come no. downstairs. You know why that's not smart? Because if my dog did that, she'd be sleeping outside. Yeah. She'd learn. She'd learn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not smart. It's not smart to eat your person's stuff. That's not smart. <laughs> no, ultimately it's not. No, no. She, like, your, your dog is thinking on like, they're thinking on the next step only. You well, got to get her only, to think about the step. Some after. dogs don't go to the second step. They don't think about the. Some minute. dogs Except, get it quick, and some dogs just don't. But see, I'm the problem is I'm like Val's the disciplinary parent, and I'm like the, I can't stay mad at you. Do whatever you want, guy. Yeah, I'm kind of that way too. Yeah, so I, that's how I was with my kids too. So I, I can't really change. We got a dog that's running over us now, just running, just running. We we felt guilty. We didn't think we did a good job with our last dog because she passed away after like. We just weren't the best owners we should have been, probably. And then uh, we felt kind of guilty about it. And then, uh, so this dog. You had, like, like, chain, you had a chain to a stake well, outside or what? That didn't go that far. <laughs> they like threw meat out the yeah. door or whatever. No, not like that. But we just, you know, she didn't get a, she didn't get all the attention that, that, that this other dog. She's more a long haired dog that shed a lot. And we had a, you know, we had a baby growing up when, when she was in the house and her, long black hair ended up getting in the baby milk once i don't even know how it happened with shedding dogs you know how the fur gets yeah. just everywhere so this dog doesn't even shed he's smaller um he's yeah so we got a dog that's kind of running over because small dog sleeps in the bed oh hell no goes on goes on on rides uh with with the wife and with me we, yeah it's yeah, y'all got to get pretty bad. Get your bitches in line is yeah, what you guys pretty, need to do. It's pretty bad. Yeah, get like your we, bitches in line. When we uh when we went out to our our property Sunday, the dog came with us and rode in the back the whole way and then she it, it was funny cuz I was I was way, walking out front with her and a bunch of people stopped and said, "Is that a Dalmatian?" No. Yes. No, it is a Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a polka dotted Rottweiler. We don't see you know what we don't see anymore. Where are the Doberman pinchers anymore? There's rare, a lot of them in the 80s. Now, yeah. yeah. German Shepherds you don't see as much. I have a German Shepherd. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. But, but Dobermans were like in the movies, they were evil. Yeah. And so I don't know if that hurt them or what. Now, I see a lot of mini pinchers. Yeah. I don't see Doberman pinchers hardly at all anymore. Yeah. I just, mini mini pinchers are kind of cool looking dogs. I just hate small dogs. Yeah. I had, uh, yeah, it's, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm done with my dog talk. Uh, well, uh, let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little foosball. Where? How, how many players do you have left? What, where are you at in the process? Uh, about 145 left. Okay, John and I were talking because you skipped out on your sports map duties this morning. Uh, yeah, I totally. I had to go pick my son up. I'm like, oh crap! I totally. Yeah. So, so I, that's me and you. No, it's Thursday? you and John on Thursday. Oh, okay. I've been uh, taking off the rotate. Normally Thursday is my day, but I had to cover for you today. Okay. What'd y'all talk about? Well, one of the questions was, does it make sense in a way? for the Texans to wait until after the draft to trade Deshaun and get picks for next year's draft instead of this year's draft. because, And I said, in a way, it kind of does because you know you're going to be terrible this year anyway. So any rookie that you draft, you're just kind of burning one of their years of, of a low contract that – in a in a useless situation. So you've got, you've got these first-round picks for five years under cheap money – you're burning one of those years on a on a win free situation a, 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 on a season where you can't win. Why not take those guys next year 
when you get a full five years and maybe you get you have you know extends your window to maybe compete with them. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. And one of the reasons is because after the draft, there are going to be you know sure there's going to be some teams who no longer need a quarterback, but there are going to be some who come out of there and say, "Damn it, you know we didn't get a quarterback. It didn't break the way we wanted." And maybe those teams will be a little more loose with the draft picks when you don't even have a position for them. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not something that's staring you in the face. So yeah, you might find teams who are more. Uh, you know, maybe a team like uh, a San Francisco 49ers after the draft, they say, you know what? Let's do everything we can to go get Deshaun Watson. This is our time to win. We don't know how much longer we'll have Nick Bosa or maybe Nick Bosa is part of a trade. You know, you just never know. So I think, I think there, I, th- I don't think it's a bad idea. It's, it hurts you in the short term, but what it does is it strengthens you in the long term because you would have more than one first round pick next year, I'm assuming. And, and probably you'd probably have two firsts this year and, and two firsts a year after minimum. Can I tell you why I hate that whole idea? Why? Because, yeah, you may get an extra first-round pick next year. They're not all created equal. 27th is not the same as third or second. You have guaranteed second or third if you make that deal this year. But you're, without Deshaun Watson, if you so choose, you probably end up with a second or third pick. So, you know what I mean? great, you have, you have that next year guaranteed, and then whatever else they're still going to give you, it might be 27th, but you get one of those this year. I, I don't... I don't like trading for future draft picks knowing they're going to be in the 20s when I could get one that's in the top five right now. That's money in hand, man. Yeah, no, I get that, but but teams might not be. I think the Texans may not be willing to. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see what the – I'd really love to know what some of the offers would be out there. I'd be very curious. It's just mostly it's just, you know, writers just guessing what draft picks, you know, what a – a trade package it's all it's all like. been speculation and like this the most recent dumb speculation is oh what if you traded him for kyler murray i mean that that people are just making garbage up now so we don't really know what's well, out it's there. just talk because it, we, we sit here and watch uh espn well espn's on tv every morning and every single day it is the same Deshaun. they repurpose and repackage the deshaun watson question it's the same stuff now i think we're going to start to have some actual chatter in april I do think once we hit April, we will hear some actual chatter. Somebody's going to come out, and I'm hearing from sources inside the Texans that they are willing to listen to offers. Like I, I, I think you will see that kind of thing happen sometime in April. But right now, this is just for you know people to just—it's just conjecture. I don't think anything's going to happen on either side throughout March. So uh, I saw from Twitter apparently you're racist for not liking Justin Fields. Is that uh, one guy? Said that. <laughs> yeah, one guy. Uh, tweeted. You better like every black I didn't quarterback go after, that comes out. Oh no, I know it's it's a that's a real thing. Actually, I wish it wasn't, but um, I still have to stay true to how I see him. But now you you really shouldn't have to watch tape and go. God, I hope I like Dwayne Haskins. Please let me like Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> that's the way it works. That's stupid. I mean, that's embarrassing. And you know who should really like Dwayne Haskins? Shouldn't want that. Nobody should want no. that. And I, you know, I, I, I well, it turns a, out Dwayne Haskins sucks at football, so it sucked. But I, I didn't say I, he sucked, oh, but I should have said he sucked. I yeah. guess, but I, I would have taken unbelievable heat if I said he sucked. But I, then a year later, you could have quoted. A year later, no one said, would have ever cared. Yeah. I'd have been canceled. Damn, well, I, I guess I'm racist too because I'd rather have Zach Wilson than Justin Fields. Uh, I would to an extent. Like I think his upside's higher. I think his floor is lower, though. I, I think Justin Fields is maybe the safer of the two picks. Um, I don't dislike Justin Fields. I just, I just think he's, you know, for me, more of a, if I in any particular draft, he'd be more of a, a fourteen through 
uh, 18 type of draft pick. And I'm saying in a general draft with, you know, all things equal, I understand that quarterbacks are going to get pushed up. Um, I have things that I really like about Justin Fields, but I don't think he's this, like there's a lot better players than him in this year's draft. And the same thing goes for uh, uh, Zach Wilson. The same thing goes for uh, Trey Lance. And I think Mac Jones is a second rounder, but you know, well, what um, I if like, he were black, I'd move him to the fourth round. You know what I like about Obvi- obviously. You know what I like about I'm Mac racist. Jones is, and I and Fred mentioned it the other day. And you, there's a promo of us talking about it. But uh, what's the big difference between Mac Jones and Joe Burrow? The guys who put up cartoon numbers with ridiculous talent around them. I, it, I, I don't. I mean, to me, Mac Jones is one of these guys. I don't think he's got a super high ceiling in the NFL, but I didn't think Joe Burrow does either. I, 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 I like, tell you the difference. Here's the difference in studying them both. Uh, Joe Burrow made more throws to tight windows. Mac, Mac Jones threw to a lot of wide-open guys. Like, Joe Burrow made pinpoint, and I'm talking about running through. Now, I also think that's a testament to the offense that uh, Alabama runs. They get a lot of guys running between the hashes in space where Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Brady's offense was more like, you know, let let Jamar Chase challenge vertical, and it's sometimes Terrace Marshall too. And then you know he'd throw a pinpoint deep ball. He had great pinpoint accuracy in the deep ball. But I think what really separated him was his ability to to throw guys open. Like George, Justin Jefferson caught a lot of contested passes passes underneath. Uh, Thaddeus Moss did underneath because he likes to keep his throws inside. You know, he likes to keep it inside the inside the inside yeah. the numbers. Joe Burrow, he didn't have a, he didn't have a strong arm. But um, I also think he had a lot better poise under duress, and I think Mac Jones can move around in the pocket. He's got that, but when the pocket closes in, he's got to do something. That's where he is not the same as Joe Burrow, and when he breaks contain, he doesn't look to beat you down the field like Joe Burrow did. So Joe had some freaky stuff like that, but but everything else is very similar. They both drive high-end, high-end vehicles with tremendous horsepower around yeah. them. They both uh, they they look similar. And when you see their body physically, types, yeah. physically, they look similar. They got the white undershirt underneath, which kind of looks similar. Does underneath. Mac, is it crazy to think Mac Jones maybe has more arm than Joe Burrow? He might have a little bit more, yeah. He actually might have a little bit more. And then, um, but I it, guess it's like people. And then they're one the, year uh, one. They're kind of one yes, year wonders. But people liked the, for whatever reason. Joe Burrow got this reputation as like a a, a gamer and like a moxie guy. Well, and, did you see that? And Mac Jones was just a guy riding a bunch of first round wide receivers. It was. It's very. I just think yeah. it's odd that they. Well, they got, here's. They got but here's where it started. These roles. If you first of all, Joe Burrow. Here's here's where it got started. Joe Burrow beat out the start. The guy that everyone wanted to start. He was the Ohio State transfer, and the guys didn't. He wasn't their guy at LSU. He's just a transfer, and he had to win those guys over. And that was a whole process that took a lot of time to win those guys over that year. And then he did, and guys really got behind him. Did you ever see the hit? I'm sure you did. The kill shot he took against UCF in the bowl game. Type up Joe Burrow and uh, big hit, something like that. You'll see a hit that I thought killed him at the time. It was in the bowl game. I thought Joe Burrow died. And I, I, we made fun of Joe Burrow the year before. John would, Joe Burrow this, and we would clown John so hard. I mean, hard. Joe Burrow was why LSU wasn't good the year yeah, before. Yeah, that's what the weird thing, like I've never seen anything like this. Go look at the hit he took, and supposedly, I read, you know, I did all the research and background. The players after this hit were like, they were all on Team Joe. Is it he, on a pick six? Yeah. He okay. slowly was, he was winning him over during the year. He took this hit, and... The guys and got up and kept playing, and the guys. I mean, we're watching it right now. 
and that's a throw outside the numbers, which clearly, you know, you don't want to. Oh, oh, and he did lay there kind of stiff. Oh, yeah. And then he got up after that and kept playing. Is that Central Florida? I think so. And you'll see it. Um, Why has our internet here been so crappy well, the last couple of days? I don't even know if that's the game that I'm thinking of, but boy, that's a big shot. I think it might. Is that Central yeah, Florida? Yeah, Central Florida. Okay. So watch it in slow motion. And his teammates, after after he got up and oh, kept the, playing. What did the guy do? Like, did the guy spit oh, on him? Yeah, so it looks like. He got. Watch watch the hit in, slow, in fast motion or in slow motion. He just spit on him, I think. Yeah, he got the a flag, flag put on him. But the way he handled that. And I, or yelled at it. You can't really tell. Yeah. Maybe he didn't spit on but him. But he was so unbelievably tough. Uh, he took two or three of those shots and just and won his team over. And that's one of the things that really – I mean, you saw well, – it's, it's hard to win see the shot in slow motion. six, too. Uh, no, 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 but you didn't see it the next year. No, no but, but showing toughness is a big deal to players. Well, I mean, watch the shot in slow motion. I mean, we're watching it. You guys can't see it. But what Joe Burrow – he gets hit. Yeah, just I blindsided. Mean, just a kill shot, and I don't even think there's a penalty on it. The penalty was after. Yeah, right? in the I mean, NFL, it, it, it that was, would have been a penalty. Uh, probably so because they're protecting. And a you quarterback. didn't get to see the other angle. The other angle, it looks like his his jaw flies off his off the bone. But I I don't know. I guess I just feel like Mac either Mac Jones is underrated or Joe Burrow was incredibly overrated. Like one of those things has to be true because they aren't that different. Um. Well, the differences can be exaggerated or, or not exaggerated. They can be exploited in the NFL. Like Joe Burrow didn't have an offensive line, but he still was performing this year with, with Cincinnati. I think you'll see the difference. If Mac Jones goes to a team with a struggling offensive line, I think you'll see the difference. I don't think it comes out as quick, and I don't think he can get away and buy himself time. That's what Those are some of the differences I see. Um, See, that's one of the things that I like about Wilson is I think he does have escape ability. He does have the ability to make a play when it breaks down, and he has really good pocket presence. Now, whether that translates to the NFL, I've seen a lot of guys that have Well, that he's an improv chance. guy, too. Uh, you know, sometimes I see him, I think of Johnny Manziel, and that's not a slam. Like, Johnny coming out of yeah. college, that's who I see because he's smaller, but he hates that. They call him Mormon Manziel. That, <laughs> somebody threw that at him, and he hates it because Johnny didn't become a player, and Johnny was also – you know, pretty creepy off the field, and this is a Mormon kid, and he doesn't want to be known for that. But, but you know what? His favorite player growing up was Aaron Rodgers, so you see him do some of that stuff too. When you see Dak, when you see Dak get the money he just got, and you know the the thought of like, even if Deshaun wanted to stay here, let's say Deshaun wanted to stay, the uphill battle to build a roster around him now that he's making this money is it crazy? to start treating quarterbacks like running backs and after their first contract, yes. you just go find another yes, one? Yes, it's crazy, but yes, it is crazy. Because but. Russ, uh, Flacco, Remember the original? Wentz, Remember the original? Peyton Manning. Yeah. They couldn't field a team over, and they had no running game. They couldn't field a team in Indianapolis, uh, partly because he also wouldn't play ball with restructuring his contract. And like Tom Brady, while he did that and stayed relevant – but no, I, I agree with you to to an extent. I know I agree with your sentiment that this is what I said this morning. Only special quarterbacks should get special money. Yes. Only special and good should not get special anymore. They will. They'll keep getting it. But I but I understand why Dallas sat there and was like, like he's really more like a thirty million dollar quarterback. Why are we going to give him this money? Um, Baker Mayfield. Baker's agent will probably ask for $35 million. For what? I would never pay Baker no. that. You know he's not going to elevate but you to people are special. afraid to move on I know. because they think the next guy might not be as good. But even if the, the next guy is a little bit worse, 
at least you can build the roster around that guy. Yeah. And, and we were talking yesterday, the last 10 years, if your name wasn't Brady or Manning, you were not winning a Super Bowl after your first contract. Well, the biggest problem I – yeah, that's true. And the biggest problem I see is that until there is – like, unless the market corrects itself to where Kirk Cousins makes – you know, the Kirk Cousins quarterbacks make $25 million, Baker Mayfield, twenty five. I See, I think Dak Prescott's somewhere between that and a really good one. I think he's somewhere in between. Is know? it possible that the NFL event, or the Players Association even eventually says – the max amount of a of the salary cap, the max percentage that a player can make is 13%. Like an NBA deal. Well, I can tell you that a lot of agents who don't have big-time quarterbacks, they hate that quarterbacks make this much because they know it squeezes their guys. Every It squeezes everybody else. Yeah, they, it squeezes the middle class out. And everyone's talking about, get the bag, get the bag. Let me tell you. That's America, though, man. It you, is. Well, but you had Ezekiel Elliott get it. You had Zach, Dak Prescott get it. You've had Amari Cooper get it. And now Dallas is is poor in a lot of other areas on their team, and I don't know that they're going to have the money, you know, to address it. So I think it's you, when your quarterback makes that much, man, they better be really good. Like that money better equal wins. You better have talented. And I don't like using Deshaun Watson's four wins this year as a measuring stick because that was a pathetic roster. That's a pathetic team, and they did a pathetic job. However, you also don't need, uh, you know, you also don't need a a, a closer. On a on a fifty win baseball team, right? Get, that's one of the top paid. Like that doesn't make sense either. So, and that's what Deshaun Watson is on this team right now. He's like a really hype. I shouldn't say he's like a high paid number one, who you know, man, we're paying him all this money, and all we're going to do is win sixty games, sixty five games for what? We're not making the playoffs. And those kind of guys get dealt usually in baseball, and we'll see if he gets dealt in football. Your sense from talking to people around the league? Do you, do you think a trade's going to happen? They don't think so because Houston won't even engage. So they, until they hear that there is actual engagement, you can't even start the process of the next step is saying, is this enough, is it not enough. Until Houston will even engage, there is no you know, deciding whether or not Deshaun will be traded based on what the offers are because there are no offers because there is no discussions. From what I've heard, I haven't heard from anybody that there are discussions. Is it possible Nick Casario is just as big an idiot as the other two guys? Because I sure haven't seen much to impress me yet. Um, well, I like that he cleaned some cap space up. Like Nick Martin, O'Brien probably would have extended him, and lowered his cap number, and said, we got a great deal. Colin Gillespie, they would have said, yeah. oh, four-year deal. Here you go. Yeah, gone. You know, he, he, he got rid of Nick. I mean, he got rid of um, Nick Martin, which I thought was a good move. He's starting, he's starting to shave some cap up and, and tighten up the roster. The Deshaun thing, I'm all in favor of them playing hardball with Deshaun and getting max value because once that commodity's gone, you're done. You know, you have nothing to build around. So you better really make sure you get the very best offer. Now, we'll see. Right now, it feels like, okay, well, there are no best offers because he won't listen. Yeah, but they will eventually. They'll listen eventually. And if it's not this year, it would be next year. If it's not before the draft, it'll be after the draft. Um, and I don't think Deshaun is going to – this whole, I'll sit out the whole year. No, you won't. No, you won't. Because once they go after your salary and start coming after your signing bonus, he's not going to want to give any of that signing bonus up. Yeah, I just I would rather you get it done this year and not get him broken. Because then, then all your value is gone, right? If he snaps, which could very yeah. well happen. Yeah, if that happens. and I think he'll get a soft tissue injury. Then I don't mm. think we'll have to worry about him being. No, you're saying you're saying he's a. You, yeah, we're saying he might no do some saying, malingering. Yeah, 
I'm saying he might get accused of uh, what Dream <laughs> got accused of back in the day with with uh, Flebitis. Uh, no, no, that was real. No, I'm talking about with heart with uh, no. Steve Patterson. Remember well, that? Uh, I mean, back in the John early brought 90s. up uh, Randy Johnson how he was too hurt to pitch for Seattle, and then he got traded to the Astros and went ten and one after. Yeah, he got <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm just real with sore. a sub two. Yeah, he had like a five in Seattle, and all of a sudden he was sub two and yeah. And Mr. Snappy, his uh, slider came back. Something happened on that flight. I'm feeling better. Oh, this isn't so bad after all. It's all that arm room in first class. Uh, All right, guys, I have to tell you about my man, Dr. Linville. Appreciate it. Lance Zerline, who is uh, the man around here. I'd say the biggest star at the station. Between him and Booker T. Uh, uh, But you know what? Uh, The biggest star when it comes to hair is Dr. Linville. And, guys, if you're looking at that hairline, you're going, oh, man, I'm too young for this. I, I really want my hair. Go see Dr. Linville. He can fix it. Uh, it is a really cool procedure. It's called the Neograph procedure. And what he does is uh, everybody has hair on the back of their head, right? So he's going to go and take those follicles, and it's always going to grow there. So he's going to put them where, where it's not. And so he took 2,451 follicles and moved them to the front of my head, and now I have hair again. And, and it's awesome. I can let it grow out and look like a, a hobo like I do now. Or I can get it cut and, and, and look real sharp, which I'm going to do here in a few days. And I have all these choices that I never had before because before it was just, okay, wear a hat, cover it up as much as possible, comb over as much as possible. I don't have to do that anymore. Go to 975hair.com and get your free consultation for ESPN listeners. And don't just trust me. Listen to him because he'll tell you the whole process and you'll want to jump right in. He had it done himself, so take a look at his hair. It looks fantastic. 975hair.com. Get your hair back today. Drop anything, your plans, your man, I don't see it. This is The Blitz on ESPN 7-year-deal to become one of the NHL's media partners starting next season. Um, ESPN expected to get four Stanley Cup finals between 22 and 28, plus streaming rights for Disney. Uh, NBC currently paying $200 million a year for the exclusive U.S. media rights. That ends this year, and they're getting rid of that NBC Sports channel. So it makes a ton of sense. As a hockey fan, I love it. Does that mean they're going to like put a bunch of games on ESPN Plus and stuff? Yeah, and on ESPN. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. No, I well... I, uh, I'm always happy that, uh, whenever a sport like the NHL gets on ESPN, because ESPN will also cover the hell out of it. You know, even, even a sport like baseball, which is frankly limited interest these days, they got baseball tonight and all that. I mean, ESPN will do a great job covering hockey as a hockey fan. I love it. So, uh, not that NBC did a bad job, just that I'd rather have ESPN when it comes to a sport, It, it yeah. especially when you're more of a niche sport having that espn tied to you is better than having nbc sports tied to you well i, th- I mean i think the ufc's benefited from it 
Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, so and what, and the beauty of ESPN Plus is you you don't run out of room to put all these stupid things. Like right. if you've got like. I can watch almost any, like, not only can I watch any goofy college basketball game I want, most of them anyway, I can watch the women's version of those games. Like, oh, I'm looking for OVC basketball tonight. Oh, do I want to watch uh, men's or women's OVC basketball? Because they're both available. I can do answer I wanna, that. Do I want to watch college wrestling tonight? Because that's available. Like, there's, it's just this. It's an unlimited space, so you right. can you can put a bunch of hockey games, and it gives people the option to watch. I'm for it all, and and not just the games, but the additional like, like stuff like NHL Network does with highlight shows and, yeah. and things like that, which I think uh, is is really missing with with NBC. So I mean, that's the kind of thing ESPN can do. I'm stoked about it. Uh, Somebody says on a flight and miss the hockey picks. They're going to play say too late fret bet for big. Yeah, it's too late. The game's already started. Started six. That's why I gave it out early. And uh, three forty four to go in the first. It's two one Sabers, so we're halfway there, and we're still in the first period. So, uh, just need the game to open up a little bit, and we'll get there. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Guess what we need to do? A Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right, uh, I think Tyler sent me this one yesterday, and, and I just saw it. But uh, police in Burien, Washington, were called to the scene of a suspected drunk driver who crashed his van into several cars parked on the side of the road. When the police arrived at the crash site, the driver didn't do too much to try and hide his impairment. Uh, according to a news station, the driver admitted to the officers that he had just left a nearby bar and was distracted because he was talking on the phone. He was issued a preliminary breath test, which he failed. And then deputies asked him to rate his level of intoxication on a scale of one to 10 with zero being completely sober and 10 being the most intoxicated he had ever been. You know what his answer was? I'm a 12. Oh, so, Hey, at least he he was on a point four, two or whatever that guy. Yeah, It didn't, it didn't say what he blew, but, uh, you know what? At least he was honest. I mean, I'm yeah. sure the cops went easy on him because he was honest. Uh, yeah, that makes all the difference in the world, right? Yeah. Especially when you've crashed into like six cars and <laughs> you can barely talk. So uh, anyway, that's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Oh, boy. I got you. Got to love it. And you know what? Next time I get pulled over, I'm just gonna say, "Yeah, I'm a 12." Yeah. He'll think you're talking about your looks. Well, no, they won't be that. That's for sure. Uh, damn it! We only have one segment left after this. Hey, something? man, we haven't gotten to the Astros signing a pitcher yesterday. No, we haven't. And I, I actually think this is a a, a very much like a Charlie Morton type signing. A guy that. You've seen some flashes. He hasn't been consistent, but I think if the Astros can work their magic on him, then this is a guy who could end up be. He may end up being the best pitcher on their staff this season. That wouldn't shock me. Well, it's saying a lot. I mean, uh, I well, mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I mean, I don't. Grinky like, should be, yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I McCullers could. He's going to fall off eventually. McCullers can't stay on the field. So if I were placing bets, this, this might be my horse. Yeah, and there's. Oh. Three one sabers. There we go. That's the fourth goal I needed. So, um, 
you know, honestly, I don't know that, uh, I mean, I don't know that Framber, and this goes back to something we've talked about from totally different perspectives where, you know, you, you would say, well, last season, a guy did this. And if it wasn't very good, I'm saying, well, I'm not really counting that. Framber was really good last year, but it wasn't a full season. Right. I don't know that Framber was going to go into this year and be a 21 pitcher for you. Uh, you had to, you had, if you're a fan, you had to hope that was the case because there's really no alternative. Right, right. And, and you say, where are our wins going to come from? You say, well, that this is going to extend out into this. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where I was saying the one, if I wanted to be, and not necessarily negative about it, but I, I mean, I look at how well those guys pitched, surprisingly well, but it was a short season. And, and we see this all the time. Uh, hell, Wade Miley a couple of years ago started off great. He was one of the best pitchers in baseball for the first half of the season, but he couldn't do a whole season and fell apart at the end, couldn't even make the playoff roster. Well, uh, we don't know what would have happened with Christian Javier and with Framber and Urquidy uh, with a full season. That's that's why it's so hard to look at last year and, and really put anything into it. And, yeah, they were it was good. Could they do it for a whole season? I don't know if Framber could have done it for a whole season or if he'll be able to if he comes back. Uh, this is a guy I know that can at least be out there all year. Yep. And and again, if if they've been really good at reclamation projects like this, so maybe yeah, you know, I, I think it's a shrewd signing, and it keeps them under the luxury tax. So now two one Leafs. By the way, we got to see what the uh, what the pitching coach can get out of this. That's that's obviously going to play a big role. Well, and that's what I mean. Theoretically, that's what he does. But yeah, if you were hoping for. FW, we're not mentioning his name anymore. <laughs> he looks like he's having Tommy John, so that guy's gone forever. He doesn't exist. And we don't know about Framber yet, uh, but maybe he's out for a while. Maybe it's not that serious. Maybe he has surgery and he's gone for the year. Either way, now at least you have five guys you can trot out there. You've got some some depth. I don't. There's know. some guys you you know will will be solid. There's some guys you hope will be solid. That's and that's all in, you can in, really do. In a perfect world, Grinky has a Grinky year. McCullers stays healthy all year, <laughs> and. You get decent seasons out of the other three guys, and you've got a really good rotation if that's the case. I mean, that's best-case scenario, right? Yep. That's like everything goes right. Um, worst case, eh, let's not get into that. That's too depressing. So, 713-780-ESPN if you want to text the show as we uh, wind it down for a Tuesday. This kind of went by pretty fast. You know, I mean, I, I guess having Lance and Jerome helps. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, you, you, no car crashes or anything today? This, no. This is a, just a boring old Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, boring Tuesday. The only thing we did was make some Eagle Scout mad. That's that's about it. Jeremy asked, what about signing Cole Hamels? I, I, I was reading a story today. He's still out there. Um, and I think that's a guy that somebody could add who might be okay. I mean, obviously, last year you got to throw out with him. The year before that, he wasn't terrible. So, Yeah, I mean, he... he if you you'd like to throw it out, certainly if you're going to to factor it in. I mean, it was it, he just wasn't able to get on the field. But you're right; he wasn't terrible last year. He wasn't great either. And if you're still, it depends on what you're having to pay. If you're paying for brand name, yeah, you're, that you're probably it, it, a few years late on that boat. Yeah, I, I'm. But I'm looking at 2019. I, I mean, last year, I don't care what happened. That's well, he only he only pitched one game. They, I know. He had like the. Uh, the, he had basically a a, a Jordan year, uh, like just in right. and out. So, uh, or a Verlander year, even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, it's. I, I, he's a if if you can get him as a low risk guy, I, I I think it'd be worth the risk. But he's also thirty seven, 
years old. Yeah, but you're not. I mean, you're getting him on a one year deal theoretically. Yeah, uh, but but somebody will probably give him a look uh, at some point. All right, I got to tell you about TGS Insurance. You want to save money on your homeowner's insurance? Who doesn't want to save money on homeowner's insurance? Why would you want to pay more? Well, TGS, they don't want you to overpay. They didn't want me to overpay. I was overpaying by $1,000 a year before I talked to TGS. And they were like, man, you don't need to do that. We can save you this money. Uh, and it was so simple. All I did was send a text. I texted the word money to 232323. Uh, they replied back and asked for my address. I gave them that. Boom. 15 seconds. There was a full and firm insurance quote right there in my, in my uh, text inbox. And it, there's no obligation. If you if you don't like what you see, well, they throw it away. Delete the text if they can't save you money. But if they can save you money, they on average, they do save you money. Why wouldn't you do it? They're going to take care of the hassle, the back end. They're going to get your old policy refunded and start saving you money right now. Once again, text the word money to 232323. Start saving money today with TGS Insurance. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. One final segment to go here on a Tuesday. Let's do a little Hangman Bleep that. I can go first. Okay. Um, Switzerland, uh, apparently they've, they've taken a vote, and they are going to outlaw facial coverings. In public places. Now, mind you, I mean, COVID is still a thing, but this isn't just about COVID. It's also about Muslim women wearing full face veils on Swiss streets. Apparently, they uh, they do not like it, and they said yes to a ban on full facial coverings. They didn't mention a burqa, even though media and campaigners dubbed it the burqa ban. <laughs> Uh, but that also means face coverings means no, no masks. Well, weren't they the ones that basically just said, screw it. We're wide open. We're not, I don't remember was if it, it was them or Sweden. Yeah, it it might've been that was Sweden. Sweden. I believe. Well, a lot of those like, uh, Norwegian I, I, yeah, countries yeah, I, I, and they had but, all of those places had mixed results. Like some of them had like, they were like, we're not changing anything. And then it was like, oh, well you're now number one. Uh, you, you're, you've got a ton of COVID deaths. Of course, we eventually passed them all because USA, USA, but we're the best at everything. I don't know that, uh, like just putting an outright ban on face coverings is the right answer at this time. So to that, I say, Hey man, that. All right. Uh, we go to shallow water high school in Northwest Texas where, a tradition has become a tradition unlike any other that no longer exists because oh, no. it's, it's been canceled. Uh, for one day, the senior boys dressed in suits and ties and the girls put on frocks and heels. The boys addressed the girls as milady, held doors open for them and helped them to their seats at class or lunch. The girls had to walk behind the boys 
and were forbidden to complain or whine or demonstrate any kind of intellectual superiority. <laughs> the rules. Did, were- did they do this on International Women's Day? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but by the way, that's another thing. Do we need an International Women's Day? They already yeah. rule the damn world. They, they control everything now. Anyway, the rules were part of an assignment from an English teacher who for years had used it to show students in her class women were treated as inferiors under the chivalric code of medieval times. But this year, the school in shallow, shallow water canceled the lesson amid parent complaints that asking girls to act subserviently to boys was the wrong way to teach them about sexism and history. Ordinarily, I'm totally against canceling things, but I got to admit, this whole idea is pretty dumb. You can't teach them in class that, hey, in the medieval era, they used to do this stuff. Instead, we're going to make you do it for a day. Yeah, it seems a bit much. If you're going to bring back medieval stuff, bring back jousting and sword and sorting duels. Sorting duels? I don't know. What they, What are they, sword fighting? I mean, that's sword, sword fighting. fighting. Yeah. Or, or, or a mace, like the swinging mace. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Bring that back. Or a giant axe. Yeah. Or the guillotine. Yeah, that's good. And if we're up to me, I'd put this teacher's head in the guillotine. And to that, I say, hey, man, fuck that. Um, mine's almost along kind of the same lines of canceling things. Unilever, who makes such famous worldwide products as like Dove, Axe Body Spray or Shower Wash, what have you, Vaseline, announced... Flies in the Vaseline. <laughs> they're a British company, or they're a London-based company. And they announced this morning that they are officially getting rid of the word normal on anything that is included on their pa- on the packaging of their products. They're going to, because the word normal for hair or skin makes consumers feel excluded. Uh. Because the word normal apparently hurts people's feelings. Unilever also said it will stop digitally altering skin color, body shape, and the size of models who appear in advertisements while increasing the number of ads featuring people from underrepresented groups. So that means they're going to stop hiring big girls and now they're just going to hire skinny girls if they don't have to Photoshop as much? No, probably. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, but the fact that if you if the word normal offends you or hurts your feelings, seek treatment. Stop making the world bow down to your BS wussy ass way of think, seeing through, things through a lens. Is she a great big fat person? Not anymore. <laughs> no, the word was normal. Oh, she's just a normal person. <laughs> to now. that I say, hey man, <laughs> that. Is she a great big normal person? <laughs> oh, God. Tebow, help us all, man. Or Easterby, one of the two. I don't know. Uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Every time I hear that, he sounds so ridiculous. I mean, he's ridiculous. And that's your new owner. <laughs> With God by his side. That, that's what we need. we need. We need a holy war here. Easterby and his paladins against me and my devil crew. I like my chances. Hey, uh, let's, let's squeeze in a call for before the show's over. Big Mule. What's up, Big Muley? Sports. Sports. Hey, real quick, guys, uh, for my Texas take, thanks thanks a lot for uh, AJ, Kyer, and Ennis. Enjoyed them on the station. Fred, you accepted them from day one. I know it's all about strength and numbers, and uh, it might not be a lot, guys, but see my work friends and my neighbors. I got you 10 listeners to your show because we all like Ennis. And now that he's leaving, we will follow him wherever he's at. 
but you got 10 to 12 new listeners on your show. So at least, it, you know, at least it worked out for both y'all, right? Yeah, man. He, Josh has been great here. So I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, and I love the guy and I, I you know, I wish him nothing but the best. And I hope, I hope at some point we get to work together again. Cause it was, it's been fun. No, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Um, real quick, because I know we're running out of time, I text this day, this is the first time, guys, besides hearing fans say, tongue-in-cheek, oh, tongue-in-cheek, oh, I'm never going to watch that team. I'm not going to renew my tickets. I'm telling you, man, I, the people that I sit next to are like a family because we've been there forever. I got people in, in the rows in front of me and behind me that have texted me, and the last week or two they did not renew because we all got our letters this week and last week. So, And then um, – I had some friends that have been on a waiting list for 10 years. They were called by the Texans and told them, thanks, but no thanks. Call me in three or four more years. So it's not just people talking. I know that's only, what, probably 40 people that I know, but that's got to be happening all over the city. And until it hits billionaires' pockets, that's when they start to take notice. But maybe at some point, Cal will pull his head out of his ass and he'll realize he's messing up with this Jesus Easter beat. Well, and, you know, that that's a, a good point. And I also think, though, that's something that needs to be considered is there's a lot of people who maybe had a lot more disposable income uh, that aren't, aren't just pissed at the team that just kind of like, you know what, don't think I can afford season tickets this year. Yeah. Uh, it has been a rough year for a lot of businesses. Uh, one more. Let's get Nick. Go, Nick. Go, Nick. I just wanted to say, don't count out Easterby when he starts counting out one fish, blue fish. It's all over from there. <laughs> uh, he he's he can count. Hey, that's true. Yeah, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Uh, you know what? If I were, if you know I, what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> if I were the, if I were the quarterback next year, shout out to the fish. <laughs> I guarantee you, there would be an audible. If you were the player, if I were the player, red fish, red fish, blue fish, blue fish. <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee you, somebody will troll him with that. It'll be another team. But if I were the Texans, I would do it. He'd be dumb to be every team that doesn't do it. Yeah. Shout out to the fish. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. Hey, we got a Tuesday in the books, and nobody had car crashes or got uh, humiliated or anything like that. Knocking on whatever that is, vinyl. <laughs> no, not- I think the I think the framing around the window is actual wood. It looks like fake wood. It looks like vinyl wood. All right. But knock on it anyway, man. Knock on whatever wood you want to. That's your business. All right. We're not here to judge. No, no. All right. I hope everybody has an awesome one. We'll be back tomorrow for What Are the Odds Wednesday. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. date with the latest innovations hitting the city of Houston by visiting innovationmap.com or follow them on any of your social media platforms. Just search Innovation Map.